Hello students and winners and welcome to Vision It Online Academy. Well, I came across this uh, magazine, you know, and so, you know, again, anything that is an inspiration to me, I just always want to have to share it with each and every one of you as it pertains to us pursuing the vision that God has called us to. You know pursuing our dreams and our goals in life and just want to you know be able to inspire each and every one of you okay and so well this right here what I came across this article is for like females well you know males you can relate to this as well you know you you too can relate to this males okay out there but this um article is called um, Char- characteristics of great female entrepreneurs all right so just know this you know as you're having your your vision in front of you you know you just um, having it down on paper you know all great business women it says have some things in common the positive qualities that assist them in propelling anything they touch to success. Women have become strong in the business world and are making success stories every day. And the modern woman has become part of the economic wheel and her investment ideas and business opinions are highly valuable. If you are planning to be an entrepreneur, in the near future or already one well you should know the characteristics that make a successful entrepreneur this is what the leaders in business possess ambitious to be a successful woman in business you need to have a clear vision achieving great things is important and your vision should be ambitious but attainable and realistic Having a vision is simply not enough. It is just like um, like a, a piece of, 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 of the big pie, you know. Attached to this vision, it's good for us to, to have like a, a business plan. You know, have the resources put together. And you should have eyes all around to check for new technology advice and any type of information that will fuel your strategies and take your business to the next level you should have the the drive to pull resources together and build the energy that you need to drive a business to achieve and set goals within specific specified time you know so and the next one is being confident you know for To fit in the shoes of a modern successful businesswoman, you should have a great amount of self-confidence. Believe in your skills and use your abilities to build a strong business empire. Doubting yourself is part of being human, but instead of dwelling on it, just focus on the strengths to boost your confidence. You should not personalize any criticisms or mistakes. Instead, use them as feedback and as lessons to make better decisions the next time. Though you should be confident in what you believe in, creating room for other people's opinions is crucial in 
succeed in, in just about anything. You know, do not be too self-reliant that you cannot seek professional help or, you know, listen to advice from someone else. Um, whatever they are offering might be valuable to your operations. You know, instead of blocking their advice and opinions, you know, be confident enough to constructively criticize what they have to say and analyze their ideas for usefulness in your business. A confident businesswoman should take risks, make bold decisions, be responsible, analyze poor judgment and mistakes, explore new business opportunities, adapt to a new environment, and then just move forward. Innovative. You have to also be innovative. To be a successful entrepreneur, you, you need to have the energy and boldness of creating new strategies and plans to replace an ineffective status quo. You know, to use traditional and modern methods of doing business to create a twist that that works for your business as much as it is good to be innovated you should also look out for talented people you know accept that there are people with better ideas and listen to them for the sake of your business smart entrepreneurs accept that the best way to take a business forward is by combining the efforts and abilities of, a, of different people to create a strong foundation okay so this is very good you know when you're thinking about the vision for your life you know and also willing to learn you know though you should be bold in your opinions and decisions you must be willing to and ready to accept change the world is changing every single day and if you are not in the the bus of change then your business will lag behind you know you should be willing to embrace new technology that works towards making your business better learn on how to use different methods in bettering your company whatever it is you know that you you are doing you're venturing out doing and 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 don't wait until it's too late to survive in the business world you you must be willing to work extra hard work extra hard and most importantly work smart okay work extra hard and work smart believing that you can steer your business to success is the first step in making it and the above characteristics will come in handy on your journey to that success okay and another article which I have loved as well what I want to share with us all is set goals evaluate and reevaluate often this is written by Deb Bixler and she goes in and saying that anyone who works from home you know knows how important it is to set goals many do not realize though that when working at home is even more important than ever to have a written business marketing plan in place as opposed to some you know something that's that's in your head you know have it on paper you know you may have heard of smart goals but not everyone knows how to set smarter goals 
So she says, um, smarter stands for specific city, measure, measurability, attainability, and relevancy, timely, timeliness, evaluation, and re-evaluation. The first part of smarter goal setting is the S, to be specific in your goals. Just don't set vague goals or else you'll be prone to saying that you completed your goal when you, you didn't really accomplish anything. The more specific, the more better. And so the M means to make sure your goals are measurable. Okay, if you can't measure your goal, then how can you say whether or not you actually completed it? Instead of saying, you know, work on project A, make it a goal to spend two hours on project A. And time goals are extremely easy to measure. So just make sure your goal is attainable. If you can't actually attain your goal, then you're just going to bring yourself down, you know. So it's important that you just set goals. Set goals when you're going after the vision in life, you know, after your dreams and your goals. You can accomplish, you know, this. And your goal should also be relevant to the project that you're working on. It's okay to have a few goals for another project. But the majority of your goals should be focused on the main project that you need to accomplish. You know, making progress on another project is good, but not if it comes to the cost of not making progress on the more important project. So you also want to make sure that your goals are timely. Like don't set goals for ages down the road. Instead, set smarter goals more frequently if your goal is to finish project a by the end of the month then that gives you plenty of room to slack off but if you have smaller goals throughout the month then you won't be able to slack off so instead of setting one large goal then set smaller more frequent goals before you start working she said, you know, you should evaluate the goals that you set out. This is important for two reasons. The first one is to make sure that you follow the goal setting procedures, you know, that just was described. The second is so that you have a game plan for that day or week that you'll know what you're getting into. And at the end of your goal period, whether it's the end of the day, the week or the month, that you also need to reevaluate the goals that you set. So did you accomplish all of them? If not, then figure out why not. Was it a problem with the goal itself? Or was it a problem with your work habits? Or what can you do to ensure that you hit all your goals next time? If you follow this path of smarter goal setting, she says, then you'll see a huge increase in your productivity. When you don't have someone looking over your shoulder every day, it's very easy to slack off. With these goal setting methods, you'll be able to hold yourself accountable and to trust, you know, that you'll, you'll be glad that you start using the methods of this goal setting. And so 
Another article I wanted to share from this magazine as well is about fear. You know, it's just, you know, how I'm highlighting some things what um, Tabitha Jean had said, you know, that fear is, is something that that young entrepreneurs hear, you know, and she also says that dealing with fear, you know, deal with it. And realizing that it's going to be a part of the journey and is the only way that you're going to become a successful entrepreneur you know and i just want to say this you know i just want to add that you know that god has not given us a spirit of fear but a power of love and of a sound mind so we know where that fear is coming from the enemy of course to try to hold us back thinking that you can't do it, that you can't make it, that whatever it is that you cannot pursue the vision, the dreams and the goals that God placed on the inside of you. But we know that that is a lie. Okay, so we just have to be determined to push past that fear, you know, and like she says, um, just face your fears and step out of the comfort zone. And she says to, to use that fear to fuel you and, and don't ever look back. You know, just don't ever look back. I say to shut the door to, to fear and open the door to faith. Okay? So, with that being said, I also want to share with you this article. about three successful women it says entrepreneurs who beat the odds okay so it says that while starting a business is never easy gender is one additional obstacle that women entrepreneurs face when trying to succeed in the business world which can still be something of an old boys club you know, add to the additional hurdle of being a female immigrant entrepreneur and the challenges that are much bigger. The truth is many Americans have a hard enough time making their dreams come true in this country. But these three women came from across the world to turn their aspirations into reality. No matter what boundaries or obstacles they came across, they overcame the odds and made a life for themselves in a country that was once foreign to them for example sheila murthy she's a lawyer and an entrepreneur and she was born in india baroda india and is the founder and president of murthy law firm which is founded in 1994 when she was younger Marthy's father did not want her to become a lawyer. In 1985, she graduated at the top class of from Stella Maris College while on a trip to New York for a court competition. You know, she took a chance and applied for her LLM at Harvard Law School and she returned to India and awaited a response only to find out that she had been accepted. So while attending school, Marthy, Marthy, you know, had to work nights as a security guard to pay for her living expenses. 
working 12 to 14 hours a day until she was able to open her own firm in 2009 she was awarded entrepreneur of the year by Ernest and Young and today her firm is one of the country's leading immigrant law firms and also the second uh, successful female is Yolanda Voss Yolanda Voss came from Ecuador to the United States in 1962 with the hopes of becoming a fashion designer she came to the US after obtaining her fashion certification from the institution of Quito Luz de America. After she arrived, she attended to the Pierre L. Reef Institute to specialize in couture. You know, she also enrolled in the Maryland Institute College of Art, where she began ex establishing apprenticeships with people she cons considered to be role models and she caught her first big break when Betty Ford the former first lady wore one of her designs and Voss tries to give back to the community during the startup phase of her first business she taught other young young adults what she knew about the business out, out of the basement of her own home and she is now the president of her own fashion design studio and showroom in Columbia, Maryland. And so the third successful woman entrepreneur is Rubina Chadhari. You know, Rubina Chadhari was born in India and came to the United States in 1987 with her husband and three children. Her first business was actually started on a deer she originally started running training seminars on business skills after earning her MBA. During this time, one of her clients had dared her to start her own firm, and she took the client up on that dare and entered the field of engineering consulting, a very male-dominated field, by the way. And with her initial dreams of wanting to earn more money, for her children's future, she opened M-A-R-R-S, Mars Services. And today, her business has a full-time staff, 35% of whom are female. Her husband is her business partner, and their firm earns about $6.5 annually. Regardless of where you're originally from or what your dreams and goals are, what that vision, come on, on the inside of you is, you know, running a business is hard work. It's hard work. Whether you're a male or female, young or old, believing in yourself and your abilities is the first step to launching a successful business. I absolutely love that. I just love it. Okay, so just, you know, be inspired and encourage y'all when you're going after your vision in life. Okay. And let's see what else here. All right, let's also go through this one. Um... Actually... 
Now, this is saying, um, you know, that today's professional woman's report was just, you know, they're talking about that women can do big things as well as men. You know, you can dream big. You can dream big as big as you want to dream, you know, and you can achieve those dreams. You just got to just, you know, work hard and just believe in yourself, you know. And they talk about also just letting go of your fears. Letting go of the fears when going towards your vision and goals and making decisions and handling expectations. And you know, again, setting goals, it says creating outlines and making plans are all a part of it. You know, you, you want to do everything to go according to the plan. But sometimes it doesn't. You know, so learning how to let go of your expectations is hard. But it can be extremely beneficial to your business because you'll be ready and prepared to make those changes. Okay? And then let's read this one that says, six ideas as of starting a business okay six ideas of for for starting a business by mary ellen berry okay so she says in here that is there anything more american than starting your own business with huge success stories okay that we hear you know Indeed, nearly half of Americans dream of starting a business, according to a recent survey. You know, so she says that service-based businesses are good to consider because they typically require little to, to no capital to start. And a person can walk out the door and start making money with hard work. Among U.S. service industries with the highest sales growth in the 12 months, you know, Saga Works found several types of businesses that could be started by one person. Each of these industries also have generated solid profit margins relative to other industries based on Saga's, Saga Works data. And she said, um, one major industry posting, you know, healthy sales growth that, that lends itself to entrepreneurs, building and landscape architects and computer systems designs are also industries growing strongly, she's saying. And um, granted, many of the jobs in the industries with healthy growth rates and margins require certifications and schooling or experience in the field you know she says but if someone meets those qualifications their strong growth rates indicate that there might be room for more players in these industries she added okay so in this one um 
this article, this last article, what I want to share here right about now, um, it's getting ahead. Okay, don't forget to feed your spirit. Well, getting ahead, don't forget to feed your spirit by Mindy Thomas. Okay, so she says, as Blake Shelton from the popular show The Voice might say, what kind of, you know, whatever he says. To the contrary, Blake definitely knows what she said referring to because it's clear that one of the ways Blake feeds his spirit is through country music. In today's never-ending world of staying on top of your game, it has become increasingly difficult to stay supercharged, whether you are an entrepreneur, a college student, or someone who is looking to make career changes. Empowerment can come in different forms, including feeding your spirit. Okay, one of the things she says that she observed with people who are trying to make changes in their lives is that their level of unhappiness continues to progress. You know, that it's not just their job uh, that probably is making someone anxious or depressed or something, but she says that finding that nine times out of 10 that the same people rarely, if ever, make quality time for themselves. In fact, people go for weeks, months, or years without feeding their spirit. Uh, research shows, says that 75% of the Gain, gainfully employed would rather take a, a, a raise than have more time off. In other words, people are not taking time for themselves. They are not engaging in doing things that nourish their being or feed their spirit. So she's saying that she let her clarify, you know, about feeding her spirit, what that looks like. She's saying Feeding your spirit simply means enjoying yourself and doing things that bring you happiness. It's about opening your heart and finding ways to bring a smile to your face. It's about making time for fun and, and fun and laughter. Feeding your spirit reminds you of who you are or who you used to be. Remember those days when you used to laugh hysterically with your friends or family? Remember, remember how... You know, just filling your spirit with nature and, and, and things like that, that you should, you know, when you spend more time working out, you know, whatever it is that, that, that makes you happy, being creative and stuff. And she's saying, um, listening to music, singing out loud, driving, you know, with, with the windows down and make, making the, 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 the beautiful fresh air you know blowing your face and stuff going on a, a nature walk um visiting a beach you know you know mountains or lake or you know turning off the cell phone and just being quiet for two minutes and getting a massage and playing with your pets or children or cooking a nourishing meal or learning how to cook or or learning how to write a book or whatever it is you know she's just saying feeding your spirit is remarkable different and unique for each person um, so she said that she would like to suggest that you consider being kinder as well to yourself you know being kinder to yourself you know as you work in towards those goals in life and starting a new chapter in life you know just think of yourself as if you're a garden, you know, nurture yourself. 
just like that garden you deserve it your spirit craves it and there's no question that you most definitely are worth it you know and also you know i just also would love to add you know feeding your spirit also with god and his word you know us you know we just that is so i think it's just so um important for us to do just feed our spirit with the word of god with positive affirmations you know with um with you know good inspirational you know worship gospel music you know anything that makes you feel good not anything to to put you down on a sad mood some upbeat songs come on some upbeat up, uplifting to lift your soul you know so all of that i encourage as well so when feeding our spirit as well okay when you're thinking about the dreams the goals the vision that god has placed on the inside of you when you we are pursuing the vision okay letting that vision awaken on the inside okay and so you know, again, you know, I just, you know, hope you were inspired on today, you know, with um, Vision It Academy. Okay, and so catch me back in the next um, lesson, okay, where we'll talk about some more, okay. I will share with you some more articles as it relates to, you know, you going after your vision in life. Okay, you guys. Stay blessed and uplifted. Love ya. I just want to say this podcast is really uplifting. The tips Monique gives are really helpful. After It's always helpful in the morning after my prayer and reading my devotion on my Bible. This is the first thing I listen to. And it's always uplifting if I don't get a like a morning message. The tips are always helpful. Um, it is uplifting. I love the more the prayers in the beginning, and I just hope that this podcast continues to grow because it really has been a staple in my life. <laughs>